Hello all, and welcome back to another episode of Popular Apocrypha, the podcast where we take characters from all over pop culture and really improve them any way we want to, because we can. Tonight, Did you say rarely or really? Really. Occasionally rarely. Porque no los dos. Tonight, I will be Nick. I guess I'll choose to be Riley tonight. I wanted to be Riley. Gosh darn it, I can't be Nick or Riley. Fine, I guess I'll be Tyler. Cool, that's neat. It's um, fine. And, <laughs> that's whatever, dude. Right. <laughs> you do you. Uh, we will be tackling a mythical legend, Medusa. <gasps> yeah. But well, we first, probably shouldn't tackle her. All right, we will ask her nicely um, to change her ways. More like seduce ya. Ayo. Hey, uh, uh, we'll talk about that in weird. a little bit. But first, some warm up. So I figured we'd uh, take a pretty easy night and just do some uh, Would You Rather. Cool. If y'all, are, if y'all are about that. Yeah. I mean, are you asking if we would rather play this game or just get right into Riley. the episode? Riley. Uh, I'd rather play this game. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we can't can ask that question if it's really how you want to do this right now. No. Cool. So, Would you rather ask that question or would you rather play the game? Riley. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I'd rather play the game. Okay. All right. So uh, a zombie horde is just broken into the farmhouse where you and six other survivors are hiding. Would you rather run upstairs and barricade the second floor or sequester yourself in the cellar? Second floor. Why the second floor, Tyler? I so suppose that the zombie horde is overwhelming regardless, regardless of which floor you choose. If you're stuck in the cellar, then you can't really like I mean, it would be really hard to like dig your way out or anything. But if you're on the second floor, you could risk a jump down onto the ground. Okay. But you don't even have that option in if it's a truly overwhelming horde if you're in the cellar. Okay. I'll side with Tyler. You agree? Yeah. Sequester yourselves. Nope. Run upstairs and barricade. What would you do, Nick? Uh, I also chose the upstairs because um, scary things live in the cellar, and I'm not about that. <laughs> more zombies. More zambos are down there. And I'm <laughs> no, not or something a... scarier than zombies. Yeah, no, it's vampires. Oh, no. Or ghosty goose. My own like, memories. And I can also like push things My down the stairs. Did. I can't push things up the stairs. Oh. Tactical. He's yeah. Smart. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Um, it looks like 70% of people agree with us, and 30% disagree. Well, 30% are wrong. How tactical of you. hey hey Got him. That's a good one. Jokes. All right. That's what this podcast is all about. <laughs> Would you rather keep playing this game or listen to my jokes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's no difference. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to take that as a compliment or <laughs> if you're telling me to stop. I don't know. Would you rather slam your hand in every door or fall down every flight of stairs? <laughs> Uh, like, slam my hand in every door. I would definitely fall down every, every set of door. No. Ever. Every single yeah. I, I walk through a lot of doors, my man. Yeah, but you fall yeah. down one set of stairs and you're dead. Yeah, you could be dead. That's fine. I mean, have uh, you tell me a downside. Wait, any stairs? The down the stairs is the and downside. Any door? <laughs> yes. Because every door, every flight of stairs. I mean, does that include hypothetical sets of stairs? Like the ones that don't uh, like geometrically make sense? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If you could find some of those, yeah. Probably. Then, you'd fall forever. But then yeah. you could also smash your hand in like a vacuum seal door, and then you just lose all your fingers. Well, you could, uh, or like a door that eats you. Could you could do that anyway. Yeah, that's fair. I'd, I'd rather do I'm door. I'm still gonna do door because, like, if it's just an average door and an average set of stairs, the likelihood of death on stairs way higher. I I do so much work with so many different types of doors, and some of them are very heavy, and I'm not about. Then change your my profession. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna change my profession just so I don't slam my hand so in the door anymore. I'd rather doors. fall down the stairs every day. I'll just stop working upstairs. You're weird. That quick You're death, weird. though, I guess. Um, yeah. I mean, name it downside. It's not quick. So how many people are wrong like you, Nick? Um, let's take a little look-see here. Um, 48% are correct like me. 
<laughs> and 52% would prefer to sleep. That seems like a mi- minority. Uh, I, I mean. Are you uh, saying minorities are bad, Riley? Four no. Points of difference. <laughs> oh, dude. No. Um, let's see. Would you rather be left in the Left for Dead universe or the Walking Dead universe? Uh, walking Dead for sure. Yeah, me too. Dead, yeah. yeah. Left for Dead is freaking crazy zombos. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, like hunters uh-huh. that just pounce on you. Dude, I can imagine. Smokers that shoot out their tongue and, like, hang right. you from ceilings. They also have, like, <laughs> bound That's what a smoker oh, sounds my God. like. Holy cow. They just also in have, case like, you're wondering. <laughs> you know what a jockey sounds like? But they're <laughs> bountiful weapons sure. and drugs versus the Left for, or the Walking Dead universe where there's n- not yeah. a lot. Yeah. The, I, what I, what I Pills here. As far as, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pills. As far as realism goes, I like the Walking Dead's scarcity in the show uh-huh. but n- the number of times that people are killed by a zombie is usually really because of another human is getting them killed yeah and like like yeah mm-hmm. people are really dumb but they're not as dumb i don't think at least people i know aren't as dumb as the people on that show like holy cow those, yeah, people, those people are, are pretty like dumb. they have so many dramatic yeah. issues i mean if they just killed <laughs> off a couple of their friends every once in a while things would be fine so much easier yeah I think the the mayor or whatever his name is, Nick. He's, got, he's got it right by like occasionally sacrificing a person. That's how you're supposed to do it. People should uh, leaders should be feared, not loved. All right, cool. Uh, so we said the Walking Dead universe, and seventy percent agree with us. Yeah. Well, they're yeah. Wait. What you said that we would rather live in the Walking Dead universe? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that. Yes, that works. is that is correct. <laughs> Sorry. This is how would you rather work? Yeah. So, would you rather have an all-expenses-paid two-month vacation in France or be on the moon for an hour? Uh, I'd rather be on the moon for an hour. Two months in France or the moon for an hour? Uh, yeah. France is whatever to me. I would take the two months in France. I'm going to be honest with you. France is not as spectacular as you think. I don't think like, it's spectacular, but, I mean, decent food and all-expenses-paid. But an hour and on I'm, the moon. And I'm away or, from... Or does that scare you? I'm away Is from that frightening food. to you? No, not at all. I think the moon okay. would be super chill, but for an hour. I don't know if it'd be like, chill, but... I'd go up and, like, with my luck, I'd get, like, well, diarrhea it's cold. right it's then. It's pretty cold space, though. I'd, I'd get, like, really bad diarrhea and just have to leave. Well, dude, that's why spacesuits exist, my friend. But if I had bad diarrhea in France, i just sleep for 24 hours and I'm fine. I, I'd rather... Uh, if you were to... Here's a would you rather for you. If you were going to have massive explosive diarrhea for 24 hours, would, would you rather have it in France or in space? <laughs> I'd rather have it in space because that suit is going to take care of me. Uh, I just imagine the cleanup. <laughs> the cleanup just sounds awful. In space? It'd be so much easier. I'm just imagining a, a Final Destination scenario <sighs> where the system fails and you choke on your own poop. Oh, okay. oh that's, no. That's a whole other situation. It got in the ventilation. Final Destination oh, no. style. But yeah, I'd rather I've been I recently recently been thinking about space and how how freaky but cool it is, especially because I've seen a lot of stuff recently on Reddit about space travel. I think it'd be super cool, like being on the moon for an hour. That's something that only a few people have done, but yeah, like gone to the true. moon. So like that'd be that'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. However, two months away, all expenses paid sounds really good right now. Did That's you know that true. when you say the word poop, your mouth makes the same shape yes. as your butt I think when you, you poop? You said this on an episode already. Probably. It's a funny joke. It was another one I was hosting, and I just looked at you like this the whole time. <laughs> Some things never change. All right, so you Riley, guys wanted to be Riley on the never moon. changes. It's actually a 50-50 split. Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. With about 10,000 more people choosing France. Right, that doesn't surprise me, though. No. Yeah. Uh, you guys down for one more? One yeah, of more. All righty. One would you rather to decide it all. Oh, I burped. Would you rather <laughs> have an uncontrollable itch that attacks at sporadic times? 
or always have trapped lips. So live as I already do uh-huh. or live as I already do. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to choose live as I already do. So you would rather be Tyler in this situation. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where is the itch? It just says uncontrollable and sporadic. So it could be anywhere. It's jock itch. You now have jock itch every once in a while. I would imagine sporadic is indicating it changes location. Uh, Probably chapped lips because that's already how I exist. Yeah, your, seriously. Your brain I would itches. Take, I mean, my, my wife would hate me for saying so, but I would take chapped lips. I, I, I don't know, man. I hate having chapped lips so much. I, I would go with the itch. I chew on my lips. It's a problem. Yeah, me too. I don't I, chew on my like fingernails and stuff. Like no. that's gross. But <laughs> no. but chewing on my lips, that's totally yeah. fine. I also chew on <laughs> Yeah, I've got a, a bit of an oral fixation. And so like Really? My, my, oh dude. I wouldn't have guessed. Oh really? Huh, weird. <laughs> and so uh, That's why he's obsessed with kissing me. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the only way to, to To get me to focus on anything. Just is to, kiss to me right promise me kissing me? Mm-hmm. No, just to kiss me on the mouth. Oh. Yeah, we didn't really need to tell the audience that, though. <laughs> yeah, they know. Prepping for every episode. Yeah, hey, just be ready. Every episode right before we go live, Tyler kisses me, and it's great. That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I'd sound more shocked at the beginning of episodes if that were the case. <laughs> oh, my God. You'd always sound panicked right at the first <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Popular Pocket Book. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> you are home. Oh, wait, what is it that you say whenever you're you're like in, in stressed or embarrassed? I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> the bathroom is a private and safe place. I can leave any awkward situation. It is I so a private choose. and safe place. I disagree. I mean, unless you're in a creepy bathroom that has like peoples and stuff. Yeah. but Peoples? Like P-O-P-O-P-L-E-S? Why are you trying to Like a creepy bathroom with peoples and stuff? Are we going to? Or peoples, like P-E-P. Holes, H-O-L-S. Pep holes. <laughs> now, I, now, I feel like there needs to be an Urban Dictionary entry about what a pep hole is, but I don't want to know. Or maybe it's a it's a it's a peephole, so it's a new form of urinal where it's just a uh-huh. pole in the middle of the room, yeah. and Ooh. if you aim for the pole, it wraps around the pole and just flows down, so there's no splashback. I think it's a okay. Peep- if uh, somebody could invent that, I would a hundred percent pee on that. I think it's a peephole that every time you I look would, through, I it, would it makes stand you happy. around in a circle with ten dudes and pee on that pole. <laughs> Interesting. Can you imagine the one dude that misses though? Or, <laughs> and it's just it's group chaos. I I think we would have to like excommunicate that person. <laughs> you are not allowed in like, the people. How can you not aim? Okay, but what if it still stalls? So there's still borders between people, except then there's the pole in the center, so you can see the person directly across from you, but <laughs> nobody else. It's a competition with the person across from you, <laughs> so you can hit the pole the most. Also, like there's up uh, hanging from the ceiling. There's like yeah. a point. Like it's like those carnival electronic. games where you have to hit the thing. That's the exactly center. what I was yeah, just yeah. thinking. Yeah. <laughs> raises the bar and then it shoots out a little like prize for yeah, you right. like, Those are the best. i would i would take joy in peeing on that anyway <sighs> one of these days i'll have to tell you guys the story about the time that dude at bsu peed on my foot that was cool bsu stands for butt stuff university hey <laughs> hence the pee on foot story <laughs> Hey guys, just a quick heads up. Uh, today's character is Medusa. And talking about Medusa and her backstory, we will be getting into some things talking about sexual violence and uh, other awful topics like that. Um, just want to give you guys a heads up. If you do not want to hear anything about that or or if these things are going to uh, affect you in ways that are, that are negative, please feel free to stop now and um, maybe head over to a different one of our episodes. We... At no point want you to feel uncomfortable listening to our production and our, our content. So this is just a, a quick warning for you guys out there who who have uh, 
traumatic experiences or, or problems with that stuff. Thanks, guys. And with that, we will jump right in. Uh, tonight, we are covering Medusa, the quote-unquote monster in Greek and Roman mythology. So, Medusa is a gorgon, a monster with female form, wings on her back, and snakes for hair. Uh, gorgons, like basilisks, have the ability to turn people who look at them in the face to stone. Um, they are often depicted as fairly ugly and hard to look at for the amount of time that you can handle before you turn to stone. I was going to say... When you mentioned the turn people to stone with a look, just like my wife. But then you said the next line about like being ugly and stuff. Yeah, right. and I was like, Ugh. just like my wife. <laughs> <laughs> she's not gonna listen to the podcast. No, yeah, you can say that. it's cool. <laughs> she actually, she's. You know how many times she told us the other night she doesn't listen to our podcast? Yeah. Many times. Oh, even on the just on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It was a lot. Um, and she told us how we how we need to change it, but that she doesn't listen to it, so she yep. doesn't really know. <laughs> yep. And that's my wife. It was a lot of fun. Medusa was a notable Gorgon in both the Greek and Roman myths. Um, in both mythologies, she has a hatred for men, but somewhat different beginning. Uh, so in the Greek myths, she is either the daughter of Hesiod and Cato, or Gorgon and Cato. Either way, Cato is the mother. Uh, she has two older or two other sisters, Stheno and Uriel, and all share a hatred of men, and that's kind of their defining feature. Um, they are Gorgons, so they do have these snakes for hair, um, piercing stone gaze. However... Like, their big descriptor is hating all mortal men. <laughs> I always, like, hold my breath so much during these that it, fe- it feels weird. So the uh, the Roman poet Ovid painted a much different story, however. Uh, in his poem, Medusa was a beautiful maiden with many suitors who, worship- who worshipped Athena. Uh, Poseidon took an interest upon Medusa and attempted to court her. When Medusa rejected Poseidon, he tried to force himself upon her, and she fled to the temple of Athena to beg for help. Poseidon assaulted her there in the temple. Athena was furious with Medusa for desecrating her temple in such a way and turned her hair to snakes and her face to a hideous mess that would turn men to stone just for looking at it. Uh, Ovid suggests that Minerva or Athena was just in this punishment, um, and I, I think that's pretty messed up. Yeah. Uh, so Medusa comes to her end in the tales of Perseus, uh, son of Poseidon, who fights the Gorgon as one of his trials. Um, he beheads her by looking away. And then uses her head as a weapon until he takes it back to Athena, who puts it on her shield and has it adorn her shield. Uh, Medusa is misquoted in a lot of stories on a regular basis. However, I think it's much more, um, however, she's much more than just a regular Gorgon. And I think we could change some of these stories to better fit what I think Medusa should be. So the Medusa is one of the Gorgons, the Gorgons being the three sisters? Uh, the three sisters were i mean they are all gorgons gorgons are te- te- technically a, a type of monster okay okay uh to come and they they came from the god demigod um gorgon or gotcha. hesiod most but most most notably from uh keto gotcha so what were you because you said you wanted to do something what do you want to do with medusa um so i the story that really one of the big stories that stands out to me in Greek mythology, which is one of my favorite things to research, was Medusa's story. Um, it, it's one that, that catches me for a couple reasons. Um, one, for just the, the injustice of it and how, how it shows that the gods were also petty and like prone to acts of just vicious, malicious awful things towards the humans right um but another one is is how that 
uh, change affected Medusa, right? And so it turned her into uh, hating hating men, um, not for what Poseidon did, but for how Athena changed her, which she then blamed on all men, right? Interesting. So it wasn't it wasn't the assault that made her angry. It was it was her curse, right? Right. And so, um, which is like a super man way to look at it, you know. Um, a super male, male-centric way to, to view these things and, and whatnot. Yeah, and, yeah. And really screwed up. I mean, the legend's written by a dude, right? Yeah. So, yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. And so um, I I wanted to change Medusa. So I mentioned the other night to uh, Tyler's wife that one of one of the tattoos that I, I plan to get is, uh, is a tattoo of Medusa. Um, however, I think instead of that, that hideousness, um, I, I when I think of Medusa, I think of a beautiful gorgon right so this woman who is beautiful however still has snakes for hair and still this ability to turn men to stone but isn't the hideous monster that you see right um and i think we could we could tweak it to like all right medusa takes this curse right takes her snake's hair and things like that but still manages to move forward and maybe even like moves into which is this is unheard of in the, the mythologies but moves into government or moves into a place of power to help uh, protect women that fall victim to the same thing she does. That'd I think cool. just just a cool way to take a positive spin on it. Some, some However, I'm super open to other ideas. Some representations of like the Gorgons um, or Medusa can uh, portray her as having a like her bottom half is also snake, um, so that yeah. she'll have like a snake tail and stuff. So um, that always makes me think of the Naga from uh, World of Warcraft. Yeah. Um, and so I was wondering, maybe we could uh, include some, maybe some World of Warcraft stuff in there. I don't know. Yeah, just, we definitely can. I'm just throwing that out. I there. mean, like all things are open. I'm not, I'm not set on one thing or another. Uh, it's just an, an option. I really, really enjoy uh, Nick's idea. I think, like, maybe right, like taking this uh, horrible, horrible event and what would be perceived to be a horrible, horrible curse, and like her using it in such a way that it's no longer a curse, but maybe like a blessing, right? Like I, uh, I used to, before I found out that Reddit was a thing, um, Pinterest was my Reddit. Um, but Reddit's going to be honest, way better than Pinterest. <laughs> just, just saying. But um, like it was similar to Reddit in that people wouldn't just post like pictures and stuff, but they would post like Tumblr posts and all that stuff. Um, but I saw one analysis once just when I was scrolling through feeds of, an interpretation of Medusa's story where instead of like the Athena cursing Medusa with, with this thing, because, because she was defiled in the temple, right? It was more a way for her to like fight back against men and never get like assaulted again. Right. Mm -hmm. Which I saw that was one of the interpretations on, on Pinterest. But anyway, I kind of like where you're going with it, Nick and and seeing it as like an empowering thing. I almost kind of like, in in wrestling with what i would like to do with medusa i kind of wouldn't like wouldn't mind changing up what the curse was or even what the power she was given were yeah um, i kind of had this weird idea of like and take this however we want but like like making her almost an assassin or something okay where instead of snake hair she becomes a reverse vampire and gets like she can pull out snake fangs like maybe when she goes in to kiss a dude, she just like bites him in the neck and like injects venom and kills him or something like super gruesome, horrendous, like way to die. Okay. But she's just like a bad A, 
kind of like assassin person or I don't know. I, okay. I just that's like the first image that came to my head is having her be reverse vampire snake injector thing. I don't know. But I, I kind of dig it. Like I kind of dig that. Um, I think we should. I mean, we're we gonna deal with uh, like looks later. But let's let's like, I want to do a couple callbacks to the original curse. Kind right, of thing, like but... get her kind of nail, like get the idea nailed down, and then yeah. kind of the final points. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. Well, because yeah. like I'd like to do some callbacks to the original curse. However, oh, for sure. Yeah. However, let's let's definitely nail this one down. So I do like the idea that instead she's given this like snake vampire esque kind of thing, right? Like it's not gonna stop her from going outside. However, like now she's got uh, a venom that's pretty potent, yeah, um, and and ways to defend herself, and and maybe it, like, maybe like slightly tougher skin, and maybe it's not something like uh like oh now she looks like a reptile, but um oh man like I'm I'm kind of imagining like it's almost like highlighter like she just looks a little bit more yeah sparkly. right <laughs> she's like Edward from Twilight yeah but, but into the not sun. that sparkly <laughs> just a hint of sparkle what if when her her skin is like hit. Like some like someone like raises oh, the sword it does, against like, her. Oh, a, a sparkly deflect. Something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that it, okay. it like it like her skin it looks like an energy shield. Looks like an energy shield yeah. diffusing, but like scaly looking, but only when it's like like hit like with blunt force or like with mm-hmm. a sword sort of thing. Something that that comes to mind is um in the Origins Wolverine movie when you see the awful Deadpool thing that they made, <laughs> like when he's when he's looking at like when they're what on top mean? of That's that. That's not Deadpool. Uh, whatever it that's, is that's pool dead yeah right over <laughs> yeah. the inverse universe like experiment 12 or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. that's reynolds ryan yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about that one. we don't talk about reynolds that. ryan but when he uh when he looks up he's got like this kind of scaly shiny yeah skin on his face and maybe that's not necessarily the way we want to do it but like kind of something looking like that when she's attacked yeah i, I kind of like that like maybe almost like when she's attacked it's really obvious but maybe when you're looking at her, it just looks like a natural right. sheen. Or exactly. Like enhances her beauty. Okay. Right. Yeah. right? Or yeah. her charm or her appeal. Like, a, like highlighter. Or, right. Know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So in terms of her um, origin story, right, it's pretty awful. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you take it the, the first way you were saying where she's just born that way, right, versus actually being cursed and created that way. Um. I don't know. I I mean, what do you want to change any of that? Like, because we're, we're kind of focusing a lot on changes that happen post mm-hmm. right. curse, mm-hmm. right? So, is there? I don't think that she's born this way. No, I don't, I don't think, think so either. either. Um, I think part of what makes this story stand out is the the events surrounding yeah, the events. The, yeah, yeah, the things that happen, as as horrible as they are. Um, if we want to tone them down, we definitely can. Um. And I, yeah, and I definitely like the idea of uh, changing it so that it's like it's not a curse. That's uh-huh. not like that's not what it is. That may maybe that's the historical perception of it, the male centric yeah, perception. Yeah, male centric. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but maybe women not. see her as a hero or something. Right. Or, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. it would be kind of, uh, you know, kind of funny. Like I don't know, if funny is the right word. If um if she was like uh just a uh, daughter of like a common mason. You know, because you know, turn the turning the stone thing callback. Oh, there um, you go. Okay. So the daughter of daughter of a mason, uh, who he's he's this very um humble. They have a very humble living, uh, like out outside the city in the country, but going into the city to work that sort of thing. Um, maybe he's building a like uh, a monument to the gods or something like that. Um, and as she grows up, she becomes um 
uh, more and more beautiful and then starts getting harassed by some of the people maybe uh, at her father's workplace, like at like the temple that he's building or the, the or wh- wherever he is. Um, uh, yeah, that's just pre- some preliminary ideas. Okay. I like the Mason as the dad. I'm imagining this very like I like that too. Like, fa- yeah. Very I, positive fatherly figure. Yes. Um, I I do think though that kind of the the key is that she's like a servant to the god that gives her the the powers. Right. right? Well, so, I mean, in in some perceptions of the story, she's a handmaiden at um, Athena's temple. Right. And so, like that's that's where she serves. She serves at Athena's temple, and then she naturally due to serving there reaches out to the god that she's serving athena for help right i then is told yeah no i mean i like it's super like i don't know it's it's a horrible thing it's a touchy subject and in no way is it okay but i think like for her her like origin story it it, it carries conviction to it right like mm-hmm. it carries power then into her her like gifts that she's given by the goddess to almost exact revenge or like prevent these things from happening again to others right so like as far as the inciting incident uh i mean i don't know it like i i think it kind of that should stay similar that should stay okay. kind of the same you know i i agree and again like in no way saying is it okay no no or no, no, no. that it it needed to happen to in, like to give her the conviction she needs right but i just i think it it carries a lot of like from a storytelling standpoint a lot more conviction right that she's now exacting revenge for this act right. you know or i mean if if we again if we remove it from being a you know a perception of defilement um to uh you know um and and then that resulting in you know just like revenge on others but now it's more of a a matter of justice instead yeah i think that that's um a better arc and maybe a more reasonable arc if uh, yeah. if i knew more about the you know when the true origins of this story maybe that's even more true to how it came about I yeah don't know. i like i like the idea that it's more of a justice story than a revenge story yeah um the, the revenge story kind of gives it an air of um hopelessness turning into anger yeah versus um that injustice turning into a fight for justice or something like something like something a little more positive right it's like, not, i think the big takeaway i want to get tonight is like a positive spinoff right. <laughs> you know? it's, no, it's for not sure, for it's sure. not injustice breeding injustice yeah right. it's it's injustice resulting in transformation toward justice cool so there's so a philosophical foundation for it <laughs> she, she has her inciting incident and now she's given powers okay We've we've discussed that some of her powers are the reverse vampiric venom thing, and then also tougher skin so she can deflect some attacks and stuff. Um, anything else? Well, I have a I have a maybe precursory question. Yeah. Um, is she dead? Did the incident kill her? Because what I'm wondering is, uh, we could an option that we could go with is, um, uh, what if she like as many of the gods and demigods and stuff do they die but they don't really die because then they like get brought back and then they're still alive and then they just walk out of hell and all sorts of things um so i'm wondering if so did she die and now um others uh like other women can now call on her for aid sort of thing i kind of 
I mean, like turn I'm, her into a uh, like a different god. Yeah, I'm kinda. I'm not against more like a spirit to be called on, not so much a god to be called on. Was what I was thinking, but I. Uh, okay, so I was for the undead thing, but as long as she remained in the physical realm, because I I want to keep Nick's thing where she's almost kind of gaining power, or she's almost like a public oh, that's face. True. No, like, I do like that. Yeah, Nick's what I said. Political and stuff. So I'm I'm okay if she's undead. That would be. I mean, or but, just like resurrected sort of. Yeah, thing. but but I, she still needs to remain in that physical world. Yeah, I, I like the idea that that she stays physical right however like if we want to do kind of like the a little bit like touch on the spiritual thing like maybe it's like a situation where um she's killed in the event right okay and uh her soul is taken to uh hades right mm-hmm. like she crosses the river sticks and she's taken into hades and then athena goes down and is like hey like hades i guess it wouldn't be like tartarus is where she would be taken but Hey Hades, can I please have this specific soul? I would like to put it back into the body so that she can carry out my work or like carry out some business that she has not finished. And he strikes a deal with Athena for something. I don't know, man. I kind of think Hades would be all about it. Hades in in Greek mythology is one of the raddest dudes. He really is. Yeah. He's a pretty chill cat. So here's the deal. You have a pantheon of gods that rape people and become like animals so that they can then go rape people, right? Yeah. And Hades is all out like courting his love. Yeah. He's a little obsessive. A little obsessive. Other than that. But also like, I can't have life down here, but here's some flowers. Like, it's the best thing I can do. Right? Like, it's like, oh, you're a pretty cool dude. Like, I think he would like... I don't know. Again, it's it's projecting my own thoughts and feelings into <laughs> Hades. Into Hades, yeah. But I feel like he he wouldn't even need to bargain. He's like, oh, dude, that Poseidon guy, sick. Like maybe what if what if we change the god that brought you know brought Medusa back or whatever? What if it was Hades? What if Hades was the one that, or maybe the combined power of Hades and Athena? Maybe they worked together and they helped Medusa. Maybe Persephone convinces him to give her back Ooh, that'd be pretty cool maybe yeah like so maybe it's like the like persephone has seen what happened or, or hears about what right. happened i and mean then... the gods often just are like happen to be in the right place yeah. at the right time. <laughs> all the time right. like yeah. oh yeah this is like deus ex at... uh plot point yeah this god is this here at yeah. this temple this what happened to medusa was at this temple and then a persephone was there yeah right. <laughs> I, I i like that a lot uh I also kind of uh, like maybe um, this idea that it's a it's a joint power given by death and Athena. You know, what right? if Persephone goes to Hades in the hopes that Hades will go to Athena and they together will then bring this about in some way? Yeah, like like bring so about justice. Hades gives her soul back, and Athena provides her power. And yeah. and together yeah. this this combination of the god of death and the god of war <laughs> like have Athena have, is the god of war I thought yeah, she's the goddess of wisdom I mean oh yes that's correct both. she's wisdom well wait because like, um, she's like archery wisdom and nature or something um, or isn't she justice too uh, um, they got a lot of titles well man. like Mars and Mars is god of war yeah, but Mars is Roman yeah and um, I'm trying to think of the the uh, Apollo yeah, uh, Apollo no, no uh, Apollo is god of the moon. Okay. And and archery, um, Athena is the goddess of wisdom and war. Huh. Huh. 
I feel like there are about six gods that happen to have and war. Yeah, <laughs> and war. Uh, well, gods and demigods. Yeah, so so she's yeah. technically undead. Oh, and Athena is uh, like wisdom, law and justice, civilization, and strategic warfare. Yeah. So maybe the uh, instead of like po- exactly political um, that Medusa then rises up into the ranks of, because it, it, it sounds like we're, we were talking about giving her some sort of public power. Yeah, I'm almost um, thinking like it a Greek version of House of Cards. I was thinking like more like a general or something. Really? Like yeah. war? I mean, uh, I like strategic her to be in warfare. the city like preventing things from happening. The or... Secretary of State. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was thinking like um, maybe a um, what's the word for somebody who gives advice to an advisor? Not an, it's not an oracle. Like an advisor or a uh, con- consultant for oh, like um, confidant yes or, well, i mean or really like counselor advisor you can yeah. call them counselors like counselor like, whoever yeah like an advisor or a counselor to the like to the higher up war councils right and like they they look to strategists they look counselor. to um medusa not at medusa but i guess she doesn't look she's well, she it, doesn't freeze people it, now that's right? a question does she is still it un, uncontrolled or is it controlled and how well we let's just let's side backstory and then get into powers okay Okay, so I want to say she's an advisor to the generals, an advisor to the war council. To, to like the generals or to like like the emperor or king, like directly to like one person or like a bunch of people. I would feel like multiple. So so like, her her presence is more well known then. Yeah, like yeah. she's it's a definitely a public figure. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if assassin really works in that kind of situation as much. I mean it it it, it it's not like it couldn't work. But it, she's a very public. She's right. Very so much she's in the very eye well of the public. known. Yeah. So it'd be more difficult. I mean, we could we could make her like a, a lone advisor. I, I like again. This doesn't have to be the way we go. But I pictured like she has some form of power or sway in government, whatever that is. Right. And then like on the side, she has a disguise or something that lets her be this vigilante. Hmm. You know. Yeah, that could be. She could be like Robin Hood. Kind of, except not. Except not. But cool. Not our version of Robin Hood. Yeah, no, not at all. Not our version. <laughs> uh, okay, so. So I, another question that I have for backstory's sake. Yes. Um, timeline. Where are we sitting at? Are we still sitting at like ancient Greek, ancient Roman times? I think so. I think we kind of have to if we're going with the whole Persephone, Hades, yeah, Athena right. thing. I, I, I think I think so. Maybe alternate reality yeah where it's the popular apocrypha universe yeah right exactly yeah where it's uh not as not as crazy as, as our... however if we dropped her into the current oh, canon right she would have to be an alien with her uh, we yeah. can make those connections <laughs> later this can exist in another or, timeline okay. here's here's a thought for you what if the aliens right that were sent that hercules and everything is re- related to right what if those are based on the names of those and stuff are based on um, observation of the actual like Greek and Roman gods? The aliens were observing them on Earth and then named their stuff after them. Just or, a thought. Or okay, so we, both, so that we, way we both, drop her into that way both could exist at the same time. Uh, parallel universe two instead yeah. of parallel universe one. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean not. I don't, I don't think that all of our characters could exist in the same universe, but maybe. 
Maybe different like half timelines. And half. Maybe like half of yeah. our characters could exist in one and half of them could exist in the other. Yeah. Little, getting a little meta here, boys. <laughs> and we could probably make a whole episode on how they all connect. Yeah. Right, half, right. But yeah. uh, this is just Medusa, okay. the story centric. Okay. So, okay. so, so uh, ancient Greek time. Keep her ancient Greek. Yes, okay. ancient Greek. Uh, she, if you guys want to keep the advisor to the war council, um, that I just like, regardless of what she does in government, I think she should have some government sway. Okay. And not only does she have some government sway, but she's on the rise in popularity, and she's like getting gradually more and more power. Right. Like, I'm kind of picturing zooming in on this character right in the midst of like she's getting power. Right. 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 Um. So regardless of what she's doing, she's there in government, an active voice and face in government. Um. Which would be, I mean, as far as things go, is fairly uncommon for women to be an active, a highly active voice in ancient Greek politics. Fair. So that, I, I, there'd probably have to be some explanation for how that could be. I mean, I mean, it could be as simple as, um, you know, she became known through her fighting skills um, and by, to like one of the members of the war council took an interest in her. And then, like, uh, brought her alongside as like a uh, like a uh, to to mentor her, and then uh, then she ended up mentoring him, and so not like mentoring, but like advising him. Um, and then it, then that ended up as an advisory role to the whole council. Like that could work. Well, she was she was gifted this these these abilities by Athena, right? Sure, yeah. And Athena, being the goddess of wisdom, she probably gained a little bit along the way. Right. Right. And right. maybe a, a little extra wisdom and, and, and insight onto certain things of government or war. Right. But that doesn't mean that the uh, likely male-dominated war council is just going to listen to her. I think no, maybe what we, no. we could do is we could we could keep her kind of uh, – like maybe she stays in the realm of, of hidden power. Like maybe she's – behind the scenes where she's not necessarily like a well-known face or doing the advising or any of that stuff, but she's like using her like, like maybe cause I kind of almost want uh, her like wisdom and, and kind of like her smarts and stuff to have been a remnant of who she was, but maybe what Athena gave her other than the obvious, like superpower stuff is like more uh, maybe like almost like, like snake charm or whatever like she's got like a little bit more sway and so maybe she's kind of behind the scenes like influencing uh like maybe certain government officials like they go out on a date and she just kind of like influences them a certain way yeah and then the people that don't comply she then kind of she kills or something or like she's like she secretly holds the power because she's shaping government how she wants it right like it, we could go that route too, where she's kind of pulling the strings so and playing the game. So much less public, right? Or I mean, or th- another option would be even more public, where uh, like maybe she's a revolutionary, maybe she's like leading, like r- getting the women to rise up, and she's leading them and to like take control, and it's very public. I mean, I'm good with both of those. Or maybe that's maybe it's both. Maybe it's maybe she starts out with the secretive, and pushes the male dominated. Uh, uh, um, political system toward um, like increased chaos and falling apart, and then it, and then in the public, she's 
leading the women to rise up around her and rally to her as their leader. I mean, I'd, I'd be good with combining the two. What do you think, Nick? The the picture that's already to form in my mind is as we've been talking is like Medusa is the uh, woman that you see at all of the major like feasts and galas, but that you don't really know who she is. Yeah, you right? don't really know her name yet. Yeah, but she's there. Like like she's there, and I mean she seems to have. I mean she's she's talking to people here and there, and and you see her all the time, but she doesn't sit at the like sit at the right hand of of the emperor. Or, or king or whoever and doesn't doesn't sit at the royal tables or, or anything like that but you do see her talking to the higher-ups you see her occasionally um making conversation with a general or making conversation with with a high senate member or even occasionally the emperor right like you see her near these people of power but she isn't she obviously isn't one of these people of power so she's the ancient greek mafia boss Dude, kind, kind of. of. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I like this idea of her. She secretly holds all the power. Like, she's pulling all okay. the strings. And, and maybe she's, like, working deals out um, between the different leaders and, and the different higher-ups. Like, she knows that this Senate member wants, or this council member wants this. Yeah. But this this general doesn't. And so, like, she's got to work it out a little bit. I think, like, why wouldn't you want this? Right, like, part of it is is her naturally like maybe what she was gifted with from birth, like her kind of charisma and, and high IQ and, and stuff like that. And like, she's intelligent, but then also like Athena gives her also in the remnant of the other powers wisdom to remember certain things, like interact with certain things. And like, she just knows like through her conversation, she knows people's weaknesses and desires right. and what they wish intuition for and, and deduction and right so she can she can play the field she knows people and can right. right um cool what's what's her goal in in terms of the political realm because if she's still the vigilante on the side that's just like hunting bad dudes down that's no that's like an easy goal to say right, right. but like what's her political I and, think I, I like that we like this is most of like if this was a novel, this like secretive behind the sort of behind the scenes is most of the Medusa that we see. But uh, for me, I I would want this. I mean, often in stories and, and especially, you know, um, more ancient traditional stories, the women figures are often pushed to the back. Like they're there. They are more in the background like this character. And I'd like there to be kind of a culmination of then all of a sudden through because of the prep that she's done she can then break forth into the public I, i'd like her to be not hidden away that's what i'm trying to say i don't want her to just be fully hidden away because that's a little bit too um to me that's a little bit too stereotypical for a female character yes yeah, okay fair. well she's uh, but she's not hidden she's hidden but she's choosing to be sure Which, and that's not like not like She's choosing to be because she is now getting the power from it, right? Like, sure. she's not just hidden away and in the back. She's no, hidden away in the back planned. doing things, right? right? Um, I mean, we could take it the full nine yards and she overthrows government. Becomes the next Roman emperor. Beca- or Greek emperor. Greek emperor. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe. The next, I mean, they didn't really, they had the, they were a republic, right? So yeah. that doesn't really work. Maybe she, maybe she brings about the fall of greece thinking that like she just wants to be like 
an anarchist and just kind of bring about the fall of Greece. And then Rome's like, oh, hello, fallen kingdom. Let me just step right in. Or maybe and that she's was like, her Oh, plan. God. Oh, okay. What if, what if she's like, like, what if, so if this, again, if this is a novel, what if all the stuff behind the scenes in Greece is conveyed to us? And there's like little hidden clues, like little bits are put in every now and then that she's like in communication with others as well. But it's not super clear and it's it's here and there. And then you find out later that she's been like convincing Rome to take over Greece. Like so she's always, always seems to be in contact with the Roman diplomats. Always seems right. to be talking to them. And we find out later that she's just a saboteur on the inside. So that would be really interesting. I, what, if she, yeah, what if what if what if her father, the Mason, was a Roman? I like Ooh. everything about this, except just draw me into the how this connects to the justice arc. Right. So what if she grew up on kind of a border town between Greece and 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 Rome? Right. Is, I'm, I'm they're really not, bad. They're at not history. directly. Not... I don't think they're directly bordering, but possibly. Well, uh, Greece and Rome are actually fairly far apart. Um. So uh, okay. That, uh, I don't mean necessarily like a border, but as far as like the people in the town. There's there's people from Greece and there's people from Rome because it, maybe it's a port town instead okay. it's a it's a heavy port town, um, that she lives outside of with her her father who's so, a Roman. So Athens being like the main hub of Greece, right? And right. then Rome being one of the major cities in Italy, they would get the most communication through. Sure. So through uh, sea sea travel. So uh, let's suppose that. Um, uh, for the sake of this potential storyline, so her her father was brought over from Rome from his previous work there. Now let's say that uh, he falls in love with a Greece woman, and um, they have her. Um, and then her mother dies when she's young, as many of these stories happen to have a parent die when they're young. Um, and uh, her father is a very humble man, very patient, caring man from Rome. Um, but what happens with her? Um, the, the incident that happens with her, what if those are men from Greece and it, in her mind, it pits the men of Rome against the men of Greece, the people so of Rome against the people anymore. of Greece. it's not even It's men from Greece rape her? Um, that's what her. I was thinking. Because Poseidon, in the original story, it's Poseidon. Right. I mean, that's fine. I mean, I'm just throwing it, it out there. Well, it would. Or, it I, would. I mean, it still could be Poseidon, but dressed as a Greek soldier. Yeah. And, and as far as, like, how messed up a lot of the stories back, like, then are from ancient Greece and stuff, that then it's, the aim is justice, but it falls short because it's a god that's messed with things too much, like Zeus does so much. And so she thinks that she's seeking justice by having Rome conquer Greece. Like, that's the end goal, um, because Greece is being, is fallen to ruin because oh, Greece of Greece represents everything exactly. that went wrong. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Especially because the Greece, you know, the political structure is very male dominated and it's only going to be men from Greece in that system. So then she's manipulating them directly and also in kind of indirectly bringing, you know, the Romans to the, the tipping point, um, having them positioned there ready so that when Greece, when she can bring Greece to chaos, that it falls. I like it. That's what I'm, that's the idea that formulated in my head. I want to get to powers now. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it. So I think one of her like passive powers is she's got natural sway and charisma. Sure. Right. But I think maybe when she's talking to people sometimes like her, uh, I I really like the snake thing because I think that's super cool. Um, Maybe every like 
if you're looking really closely sometimes, like when she really wants to get a point across or really wants you to believe her, like really go with her side of the argument. She blinks and her eyes snap into like this Mm, snake eye really quick. Mm. And then when she's saying the thing to you, they kind of stay like that. And she she blinks again. It snaps out of it. And you're like, oh, yeah, I I think that's a great idea. We should do that. Right. Like it's not. It's not mind control. No, it's not mind control. It's just it's naturally enhancing her own abilities to communicate. It's like an additional coercion sort of thing. Right. And like the person it's happening to. Because I I like that like looking Medusa in the eye thing. Right. I like that to have an effect. Yeah. So. I think when she's talking to people, she can control the effect of, oh, it like kind of sways them a little bit. It doesn't necessarily, it's not mind control by any means. Like if, if right. I did that, like if I'm Medusa and I did that to someone who's 100 against my position, it's not going to change them. Right. Right. Um, but maybe I, I like when, to think like, think of it like she paralyzes them with it, paralyzes in quotes with right. this gaze and that's like kind of like focus in. Right. Boom. And maybe when she's like in vigilante mode, and she's kind of hunting down bad guys or whatever. If they look at her in the eye, it also kind of paralyzes them, but not in the sense that it kind of like, like not in the same sense. It literally kind of makes them kind of like their brain wig out a little bit and they like right. hesitate or something. Yeah. So remember how we were talking about with her skin before? Yep. Um, so if we're, so if we kind of move this direction with the gaze sort of thing, um, then I was thinking, what if instead of, you know, her skin when it's attacked looking like scales, what if instead it looks like stone? So she can turn to stone essentially, uh, rather than turning others literally to stone. She can essentially literally turn to stone in- instead. I don't. I don't know. I, I feel like that makes her borderline invincible. I don't. I don't mean it, unless it's, it's like, like actually like like the strongest stone on earth or yeah, like right. anything. I I mean like it looks kind of like stone. I mean we could keep it the same. It's strong. Like shimmer arc in that it's yeah, shimmer sure. not because it scales, but it's shimmer because it's like. A shiny stone or yeah. something like, like stone dust like quartz yeah yeah <laughs> like quartz. shiny okay um yeah. no, no it, it's not an invincibility thing it's but it, uh, just like with the scales it's like an it's harder it's like an armor thing but it's just it's just armor still yeah, essentially right. it's just built in like an armor plating but not like not right invincibility yeah no, it's just not still get cut or something but yeah for it's sure it's just not like a full slash doesn't get go through her arm right. easily and maybe maybe it even has to be intentional like she if and if she doesn't know an attack's coming maybe that's like when she's weaker like that can catch her unawares but if she's like like directly one-on-one like they're in combat with one another and she like raises her arm and it gets hit then that's when it's like yeah. hardened i kind of like if if she's unawares of the attack it still provides a small level of protection okay like not maximum protection so like if it was a direct hit while she's unaware that could cause some damage but maybe like a glancing blow when she's not aware, it would still kind of get deflected. And, and any like really hard or really sharp thing is still going to cause damage. Yeah, it's more right. like, again, this is armor that's going to help protect her, right. which is the, the whole point. So it's make, supposed to help protect her. We'll make it the best of both worlds. When she's hit, it looks like stone scales. Boom. Stone Boom. scales. Okay. Drop mic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and it, oh, no. So. Even ooh, even better. Uh, she turns into the uh, the... Uh, the weight like Kirby does in Super <laughs> Smash Bros. <laughs> no. yeah. uh, last two things I want to do, and then I want to hear what you guys have to do. I want her to have super ridiculously high dex, like dexterity dodging things, okay, like so, a snake. Funny thing, I was already picturing that this person, if they were play- p- portrayed in a movie, was going to be played by Gal Gadot. 
Um, and so like I, her, was, I was too. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Her portrayal of Wonder Woman that increased dexterity, dodging all of that. I I was like already subconsciously like on and board. And she was like crazy pretty. And she's like she's tall. so good looking. She's like really like the tall and like muscular and like, in, like lanky, intimidating. Like a snake. A I mean, I would, I would not describe Gal Gadot that way at all. I'm not but... lanky. I don't know. <laughs> I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. She, I mean, she's she's thin, I guess. I don't know. She's beautiful. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she really is. I don't, I don't know. Are you wanting someone to be, them to no, be lanky? No, I'm just saying it helps with the snake aesthetic. Oh. Hey, does she still have the bite thing that you were talking about? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. I, so Very that's much. actually, that's the next thing I want to talk about. She literally just, her mouth opens like two feet and she just swallows someone's head. No. You're thinking like Python. I'm thinking more, more like Viper. Venom. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Not I mean, like that. No, it's not. No. It's a funnier option. <laughs> it is a funnier it's option. It's funny. Her jaw one hinges. And I just, want her oh. kills to be horrifying. <laughs> she eats people. No, not eat people. I want her to like, I, I do kind of want the the jaw to unhinge a little bit and maybe it's not like it doesn't just have to be on the neck or like a finishing move but she can like use it as a weapon okay. like she can do the like a crazy acrobatic thing where she like jumps over someone and then bites them on the way down like i feel like craziness if, like if somebody so suppose that she's like in a formal setting right she's in a formal setting she's trying to you know work her work her magic convince people to um you know bring it about the fall of greece and um but then someone like tries to attack her and she does that. I feel like if she had been persuading using her eye coercion thing on anyone and that person saw her do that to somebody with the bite, with the fangs, like that would break the coercion effect, I feel like. Well, it's it's not a lasting spell. Right. Oh, that's true. It's that's just true. in the moment. And yeah. then once you continue forth, it's your own thoughts and beliefs. Gotcha. Okay. Right? So I, like, under- I understand now. One of my favorite snakes as weird as that may sound is the uh white white tipped island viper so you, just, you should look it up online if you're sitting at home oh man they're mm, so they're cool, cool looking um but th- they're beautiful beautiful but they're also incredibly ven- venomous right and so like, that's kind of what i'm thinking here is like she's she's gorgeous however she's also like stupid deadly well, right. I mean, and that's kind of the point of the original Gorgons, yeah. too. So, well, yeah. I mean, the Gorgons were ugly. Yeah, well, yeah. Which, <laughs> but, I, I, and again, I've heard similar things, like some variations where they're like really pretty and they like bring people in, you know, an alluring safety. Like Siren-esque. Yeah, it's kind of Siren-esque, but. Well, so that's actually what I was going to, uh, like, the thing I wanted to touch on is I would really, really like um, her her Venom, like what its effects are. I'd, I'd like it to be uh, that's where the stone thing was going to come in. Oh, really? Where, like, it's, like, paralyzing. They almost kind of choke to death. Like, because it it's it's similar to real snake venom in that, but it's faster acting, like, almost instant, where everything seizes. And they don't turn to stone, but they become so rigid that, like... Well, what's that disease that exists that, like, turns your skin to, like, stone? Do you know what I'm talking about? uh yeah kind of it's it's like a real thing it's also portrayed in game of thrones fun fact oh um but it's it's an actual disease uh skin stone disease. yeah i mean it could be like it could do that or because because actual snake venom does like some snake venoms do that exact thing where they cause your like muscles to constrict to the point where you can no longer breathe and you suffocate mm-hmm. um so that's what I was kind of thinking where the stone thing would come in is 
like they literally like become so rigid and like fall over that and they suffocate to death like right uh that kind of and and it's super fast acting like death isn't but the the paralyzing you know feeling i guess yeah i, I like that uh, that it immediately makes them uh like tense up and, and that way it would prevent the the call for help yeah it definitely you know? could right yeah yeah, yeah. Like, like so if she were to do it at a party like mm-hmm. a gala and she was just to bite someone really quick and sneak away like all you, all someone would see is like they walk up to this person just on the ground frozen mm-hmm. and that maybe then they'd think it's an act of the gods yeah right right like they were struck down or something yeah. like it's almost kind of on her side yeah i do we want to have any like her venom be like a serious coagulant like a lot of viper venomies i mean as far as like turning to stone goes that's kind of yeah. yeah all like those turn, nasty turns their blood but like, i want all of it even especially like more than just like you would think of coagulant it's almost again not just scientific like it's of the gods it kind of does turn their blood to stone yeah right. so, yeah like solidifies Ugh, it. Yeah. Be horrifying but like super fast yeah like so maybe so maybe then to continue on with that maybe she because she knows this is the effect that the bite has right maybe she saves that for the worst of the worst like that right. is her vengeance tool yeah so maybe she justice. should have yeah. a different weapon that she uses to fight people other than that maybe just like a couple of daggers i mean with like the, things with the extreme dexterity and you know i'm and with that i'm imagining some like pretty intensive strength and with the armored scale sc- stone scale skin stuff um that's a lot of s's um <laughs> i i mean she's already got a major upper hand against any human in battle so yeah i want to almost not like make her weaker but like give her some quirks like maybe she's like semi cold blooded i don't know what that like but, i mean like she'd have to warm up a little bit before moving throughout the day like if like she gets cold it's exothermic she, versus endothermic oh, like literally cold literally, no, literally not yeah. like she's she's cold and calculating she's like, a cold-blooded she's killer. literally no cold-blooded. literally, literally cold-blooded that that's a good weakness yeah no i think that's good i think i mean like, like she's got to stay warm so like if she's inside near like torches and stuff she, she, she'll be fine There's maybe we there, also but... draw off the original legend where she was put on a shield like her head was put on a shield and make her a primarily defensive fighter i mean like, yeah well like she has like so. maybe like she's wonder woman-esque in that she has like little mini shields maybe like little hand shields that she can like deflect attacks, but also like just bat people on the side of the head. Like, I mean, do her arms work like that anyway? Well, I thought you said that she has to like, she has to really focus on an attack. To I'm like, not saying like like super super focused, like like you know staring down at my arm and it only like affects right. like a two like a quarter sized bit of skin, but like she like uh, mainly in comparison to being attacked unaware. Like that, that would be more of a uh, a weak area, being completely un- uh, unaware and then getting attacked. But if you know, if she's in combat, then she can. Can she? Uh, this would be cool. Can she harden her like hands at will? Like just hit someone right in the face and harden it at the last sure. second. Ooh, like a lot of the scale kind of like just scales kind of scale come like you, it slows down the shot, mm-hmm. and you see like these like kind of glowing scales come and... out, and it just knocks someone inside the, the head. And it's just a solid wall mm-hmm. that just basically hits you. That'd be insane. That'd be pretty that'd be cool. So cool. Um, I also yeah, want to think the... she really needs weapons. No, I, no, see, I misinterpreted. So at this point, I'm good with where she's at as far as like, yeah, I like the uh, exothermic. So I, I like, like that a lot. I also like the idea of um, she's kind of got like a a snake like tongue, like that. Not that it's a snake, but like it's like a snake's tongue that occasionally will flicker out 
just out of habit. Uh, sure. Just make okay. it just a little quirk. I was going to say, like, maybe a list. Wait, is but... that, wait you've, seen, you've both seen Harry, Harry Potter, right? Yeah. Is it like in Harry Potter 4, that, that bad guy at the end that's played by David Tennant? Uh, uh, that they do that like with his tongue like mm, constantly. Maybe not. I don't. I don't think that. it's that crazy. Just like maybe when she gets like really excited, like there's a little tongue flicker, like okay. like when a snake is quote unquote smelling the air or whatever they do. Maybe yeah. What if what if she has what if she can't smell? What if that is how she smells? <laughs> Ooh, I'm okay. All right, with I that. like that. Like yeah. why not? So then there's like a, a comedy scene where she's at one of the parties and she she gets done like conversing with a high public official. She turns around to the food and just like sticks her tongue yeah. out really quick and it's like, oh, it smells oh, really like, good. With the, with the increased dexterity, it's like so fast. Yeah. yeah. So. Like it'd be super quick and like you'd be like, what? I didn't. Okay. Huh? That, that, that's not right. I didn't yeah. see that. <laughs> like, I don't think it's something that's like obviously somebody opens their mouth and sticks their tongue out and just no. wags it at you. Right. I think it'd be like a, a quick little like, oh, shoot. Oh. Like you don't like unless you're watching her, you don't even notice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Anything else, guys? I like the, I like the, the changes we've made. Yeah. I like it a lot. Um, I'd like to know what happens to her dad. The stonemason? Yes. Um, does she send him back to Rome to rally the people? Or does he die? Or does he be, or is he the next Roman emperor? I think it, it should be maybe, uh, maybe it's almost like a string of things that like create a story of like uh, justice against Greece. Maybe her father's killed by a greek man or that's kind of what i was thinking too right like that's a lot more like victor hugo-esque in terms yeah. of like you know like in les mis where like everything wrong who keeps am happening. i two four six oh one that was hot that was incredible um but like <laughs> everything everything i that, stole a loaf of bread everything that can go wrong for her and her dad does go wrong until the transformation the redemption arc begins with persephone yeah, I was I was almost thinking that like Poseidon, like as she's running through the temple, her father steps in the way, and Poseidon just like cuts him down. Again, we don't know that it's Poseidon. I mean, like well, we, I we, mean, know. we we know the three of us know, but like she just thinks that it's this Greek dude. Yeah, Again. I think maybe like she he he hears her running and and like trying to get away. He was just gonna bring her some lunch, or or he was working on a statue in the. Like in, no, the, in the, a part of the, the temple, dad. the dad yeah, was the bringing dad. I mean, her some lunch. We could make it all kind of cyclical or, or uh, centered around this temple, yeah. Right, and maybe sure. he was a stonemason for this Greek temple, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. then he like either a stone falls on him, or maybe the owners of the temple like work him to death. Maybe maybe Poseidon has been working to isolate Medusa for like a while, and so ends up like trying at first just trying to drive a wedge between the two of them but that doesn't work because they're really close over time and then eventually just like oh whoops and pushes over part of like a, a pushes over a pillar on uh on her dad but no one sees it it just That's we know awful it i hate Poseidon. keeps keeps driving a wedge between them Poseidon, he really is a tool yeah. he and zeus are kind of the worst yeah they are they can, really are can we have at some point where she kicks him right in the nuts i'd like no. athena to go and like throw down yeah, with bitch, him bitch slap that mother like she like like maybe even none of the gods know that it was poseidon that all, all they they all think that it was the, the, just these men of greece right or, or this man this greek man um and then at some point it like is made known that it was poseidon i mean and that's when like maybe hades and athena go and they throw down i kind of wanted to be kratos-esque and have medusa kill poseidon 
like kill kill Poseidon? Yeah, like Kratos style, fight and okay. kill Poseidon. Like but but well, maybe not but, like that style. So what, although it'd be fitting, it'd be a callback to the original story. Mm-hmm. Medusa cuts Poseidon's head off. Ooh, so down with that. <laughs> and Hades and Athena give her the, a weapon that's capable of doing it. Because mm. how else is that going to happen? Other than maybe she literally bites his head off. A couple of uh, that would, I'd be okay daggers. with that. I'd be okay with biting the head off or Hades and Athena Just give her the weapon that's capable of killing a god. Scissor cuts his head right off. Or Scissor kicks his head right off. That'd be cool, too. <laughs> scissor kicks his head off. <laughs> Anything... Roundhouse, Chuck Norris's head <laughs> yeah, off. I like this character. I like this character a yeah, lot. Yeah, me too. Any other quick, like, other things that you want to do? or? I don't think so. So is I think there needs to be something up with her hair. There needs to be something that doesn't have to look like snakes, but like something, something about her hair needs to still be transformed. So maybe she's got like she's got like dark brown curly hair. Is what I'm thinking. Maybe she's like a maybe a like... Ready Player One where there's always a wind effect on her hair. Even if there's no <laughs> wind blowing. That would be. I great. was I was thinking more like a green streak through the hair. Porcano looks dope. Yeah. There I am. I dig. Why not both? Yeah. Why not both? Like or or like like a white streak or something. Something symbolizing her having died and coming back. But also like well, white streak is too close to frozen, and that's just not cool. But Sorry, I like the green Dad. streak, and I like the green streak. The though. Green streak, yeah. All right, the green streak with the mean streak. Green streak and always uh, wind effect. Always wind, but effect. not like a strong wind effect, just, like a no. slightly. Just a little Except when she enters combat, even if she's like inside of a, like a completely still room. Well, maybe if she's like her hair just well, blows out of her face. <laughs> well, yeah, what if in combat like her hair is on end? Like, to give her kind of a crazier look. But, like, look. moving. Not just, like, stiff. Yeah, not yeah. stiff. I'm out. picturing, like, either, like, the same way. I, I forget what the movie is called. But it's the one where the little girl's like, Mama, or whatever. Like, it's a horror. There's so many movies. No, no, it's <laughs> the horror movie where it's, like, the kids are found out in the woods being taken care of by Mama. Oh, it's actually called Mama. Yeah, is that what That's the, the movie's, movie's called? called? Yeah, oh, and, okay. and Mama's, like, this crazy ghost thing i don't I know but like there's there's some shots where it, i think it shows her and her hair like looks like it's underwater where it's just kind of flowing. yeah that look like yeah. like push back away from her like head away from yeah, her face but it almost looks like mystically like like scarily floating where yeah, it shouldn't that, be that's her combat hair otherwise it's just always it's never still right but the degree to which it moves changes whether she's in or out of combat so really based on her her stress level is yeah. when her hair moves more based on her initiative yeah. Okay. Roll for an initiative. Yeah, <laughs> Shout out to those D and D players out there. Nat twenty. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm so rolling up a, a Medusa character for the next one. I'm so doing it. I mean, your character hasn't died yet. Uh, well, he will be. Yet. He will be on uh, the next time we play. What? <laughs> yep. He's dying now. He's gonna fall on his sword. Nick's anyway. playing at Archer. And Archer <laughs> just aims straight up and shoots himself. Play, let's like, play some arrow roulette. <laughs> How do you play? Never mind. Well, there's there's <laughs> one arrow in the bow. You just shoot straight up and you shut your Gravity, eyes. planetary rotation, air movement. Like, yeah. Nick casts, uh, what is it? Is it? It's ha- not Hail, Hail of Thorns. Thorns. Hail oh, thorns. So as long as it lands near your character, <laughs> I die. you die. <laughs> anyway. anyway, that's too much nerd talk. Yep, there you go. Um, D&D. Yeah, we're not right. a D&D podcast, but. Not yet. Well. Well. <laughs> cool All right, guys. i like this i like this character yeah, a lot this is a good one gal gadot playing are we sure we want to have gal gadot who would I you mean, suggest yes <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean i yes i do <laughs> however i'm open to suggestions no i mean i'm not i'm not mad about it i just if there's other options out there she i mean just, she, she already is a superhero person. she just came to mind for me 
Like she was like, I mean, pop, like it the makes first sense. Person. Let's go with Gal Gadot. Okay, I'm not mad about it. Or if Gal Gadot would recommend anyone to us that should play Medusa instead, then we'd be open to that. Yo, too. hit us up. Yeah, hit us up. Also, if you'd like to go get some dinner sometime, you let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't yeah. she married and has a kid? Yes, that's not gonna slow me down. Okay. Okay. That's soccer has a keeper. Doesn't mean you can't score. Hey, you say right. that to me constantly, and it never makes it any truer. And it never makes me less uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler will decide whether so this stays so or not. So far, Nick wants to fight. I'll fight Will Wheaton all day. Fight Will Wheaton, fight Will Wheaton. and go on a date with Gal Gadot. Hell yeah, I and, do. And kiss me on the lips. And I will kiss Tyler on the lips in front of the microphone. And that's our podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, Nick. Send us off, brother. All right. Um, thank you guys so much for listening once again. Uh, we really appreciate uh, you guys stopping by and spending time with us every week. Um, if you guys want to reach out to us in any way, uh, please feel free to over at our website, popular, nope, popapoc.com. That was close. Uh, and the same thing on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at P-O-P-A-P-O-C podcast. We are uh, becoming more and more active on those at all times. I know that Riley spends a lot of time on the Twitter um, we've been really active lately with that and, and talking to a lot of people and seeing a lot of things. And so we're stoked on that. Yeah, I tweet. I, yeah. I am a twit. He, oh, hmm? Yep, yep. Well, You're a twit. I mean. Um, if you, we would uh, really appreciate um, uh, a, a rating and review on uh, anywhere you're listening. Uh, that's really what uh, gets us more listeners and things like that. And, and we just we really just want to hear from you is what we want. Um, we at all times want to uh, create the best possible podcast for you guys and we uh, can't fix anything if we don't know something's wrong so please let us know what you guys think give us your feedback everything like that uh, if you want to go check us out over on patreon we are there as well um popular pocket for over there tyler on patreon it's yes. patreon.com slash p-o-p-a-p-o-c essentially if you look up pop a pock you're gonna find us you'll find all kinds of fun stuff um yeah thank you guys once again uh we really appreciate you guys we love you guys and uh we will see you on the next episode. Please pray for popular apocrypha podcast, Pretty Penguins. Am I allowed to say eat your teeth on this one? Nope. It, that, Do I have the, to find something new? Yep, that bit is dead. Ask for consent? It's that, not, that's not a bit. It's not, not a, a bit. bit. <laughs> it's not a bit. It's also not dead. So I can't say you can't say it. Rest your weary feet on my abs. Oh my God. I have the hardest. <laughs> Soccer has a keeper. Doesn't mean you can't score.